Welcome to the world's first Straight Talk SolarCast. This is your go-to podcast for answers about solar. Brought to you by Solar Harmonics in Northern California, who invite their customers to own their energy by purchasing a solar panel system for their home, business, or farm. Each episode, we discuss questions facing people making the decision to go solar. The solutions to your questions are given to you straight by one of the leading experts in the solar industry, Jamie Duran, president of Solar Harmonics. Feel free to search our library for answers to questions that you're facing when considering solar. And now, here's Adam Duran, our host with the questions, and Jamie Duran, our solar expert with Straight Talk SolarCast. Hello, Jamie. Hello, Adam. All right. How's everything going in the world of solar today? Well, in California, uh, we have a little something called rain happening. And uh, what? I know it's unbelievable. <laughs> Believe it or not, the sun is not shining. Uh, well, it is shining, but <laughs> this, you know the rain's taking a little break, but it's going yeah. to come back. And then, uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's been coming down these last few days. Yeah, it was rain with wind. <laughs> like it was, it, or from where I live, it was wind with a sprinkling of rain. Where uh, our weather people call it an atmospheric river. Which, oh my. <laughs> that's pretty descriptive. So that's a lot of water up there, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's been, it's been coming down for sure. So uh, it's given us a little bit of a chance, a little reprieve to get caught up on a few things, uh, yep. but believe it or not, holy cow. I mean, we've just been flooded with people wanting to go solar. And okay. so this week, uh, I wanted to talk about solar for homeowner associations. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm, interesting topic. It is because there are so many people that live in condos and townhomes and single family homes, and they all, not all of them, but every one of them, it seems, has a, a homeowners association. Right. And uh, you have a little experience with that. Yep. Uh, being on the board of your HOA. And yep. It's, uh, you know, it's highly political, it's highly sensitive, it's highly, 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 and it is as, it's walking a tightrope as much as anything. Uh, and so it is funny because we, I would say electricity costs probably are second or third on the list of costs that everyone has to share in. Yep. That's for, for, for darn sure for our HOA. <laughs> so <laughs> let me back up. And a homeowners association is a nonprofit that kind of manages the comings and goings of a group of houses or a group of condos. You know, you kind of hear it as the board, uh, what a lot of people refer to it. And they're generally made up of homeowners in that area yep. who have, who seem to have an endless amount of time. <laughs> and so they, they <laughs> tend to be for... retired people uh, who, uh, you know, have a little knowledge. And so that little knowledge is dangerous. Uh, and, <laughs> You're and by, describing... Ours, <laughs> almost exactly. Uh, yours is not unique. Your your HOA is not unique. We, but I'm not retired. I, I and I I just do it for fun. <laughs> uh, I just well, do it to give back. Actually, that's right. Well, because you know you live there and you want to yeah. have a voice and everything. Right. Uh, plus, you love uh, people complaining at you online and wanting recalls and all that kind of stuff. But uh, what I wanted to make talk about is why solar for HOAs is such a no-brainer. It is just unbelievable to me that we're not being chased down by HOAs because they spend so much money on electricity. We're talking with another HOA. We've been working with one HOA in, in Walnut Creek, California for three years. 
and if they would have gone solar with us right away, <laughs> they would have been halfway done. The thing would have paid for it almost halfway by now. And that's wow. without any tax credits because they're a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it would have paid for itself uh, at least half by now. But we haven't even gotten started. And it's it's maddening because they, you know, those homeowners, they're all putting in their own money. And the HOA board turns it, they turn over so quickly. So every year there's a new board and they, the members kind of kick it down the road for the next uh, group of decision makers. I can see that. And those decision makers tend to want to start all over right from the beginning and they want to question everything and they want to, you know, do their due diligence, which is great, but that means more bids, more numbers, more confusion, more explanation, more meetings. And meanwhile, PG&E is just uh, thanking them, applauding at all <laughs> at all of this, all of the indecision, yep. and uh, because their rates are just going up. And today, I had an HOA contact us saying, "We this is our number one priority. We've been talking about going solar for so many years that uh, you know we have put everything aside." Uh, and then COVID hit last year; <laughs> it was our number yeah. one priority last year. And then this year, we are focused. We we need to get it done. We can't afford these electricity bills anymore. So we've talked about that pain point of finally, you know, that if the, when they can no longer afford it, then that's when they will look to an alternative. Right. And so this HOA in particular, uh, they want solar, they want it now. Uh, but you know, they want to go through the whole process, which is multiple bids and every solar company has its own, you know, recipe of why theirs is the best. And, uh, you know, all the different financing and all the different, 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 all the different options. And, uh, you know, so I, these projects can take, you know, two to three, four years to come to fruition, which is why a lot of solar companies won't even talk to an HOA (laughs) because it, it is such a, you know, it's, you're, you're committing to about a hundred hours of time. Uh, and most times they don't even make a decision. And so it's kind of just wasting everyone's time. Uh, plus, you know, three to five solar companies (laughs) when it should just be a, you know, it should be a no brainer that, uh, you're spending someone else's money and there's a way that you can actually reduce how much you're spending. And, you know, it's a win for the HOA. It's a win for, and for the HOA board, they are kind of one of their number one jobs is to be fiscally responsible. Mm -hmm. And so that fiscal responsibility is not just for today. It's for the life of the community. Sure. And so I know in our board meetings, um, what you described is what exactly what we went through. (laughs) And, um, it was, and it still is, uh, a thorn in my side. Um, but I wonder if, if you can, What's your suggestion for an HOA that's out there that, you know, they're going to get these multiple bids from, you know, whatever, five or 10 different solar companies. How, what, what's their first step? It's just like uh, my recommendation for any solar prospective solar client is number one, do your research. You know, if it, okay. they, the cheapest company might be the worst choice. Uh, you were saying about the fiscal responsibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times board HOA boards will just go with whoever's cheapest and that, you know, it might be cheap in the beginning, but this is something that's going to be up there for the next, you know, it's going to be on the roof or in the parking lot for the next, you know, 30 to 40 years. Right. And 
if that company goes out of business, guess who they guess who the the tenants <laughs> are going to come out? They're going to be super angry at the HOA board that they spent, you know, hundred or two hundred thousand dollars on something that is not working, and there's no one that can fix it. And so, yep. um, a lot of times, the HOAs they go with a power purchase agreement, thinking, oh well, you know, we don't own it; someone else owns it. So now that means they are responsible for the maintenance, or if something goes wrong. Well, uh, in reality, what happens is the solar finance company says, uh, "You guys go find someone to fix it. Uh, we'll, you know, we'll let you know if we'll pay for it." And, yeah. <laughs> and well, on top of that, the second okay. another company touches that solar array, the installation warranty is void. So, um, you know, going with the cheap company means that they may not be responsive later on. And if mm-hmm. there's a problem, you want them to be responsive. And uh, so anyway, there's so it starts with what is the reputation of the company? Uh, okay. And do they have references? That's a the okay. huge one. Um, uh, of all the HOAs that we've dealt with, only one asked for references. And uh, that was the only one that checked references too, which is pretty interesting. Um, okay. So now I have the, I've, I've narrowed down whatever from 20 companies to two yep, <laughs> or five. Exactly. Yeah. Um, how do I now, and then, so the bidding process, you know, the RFP, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uneducated people will just say, hey, Give us a bid for solar. Yeah. But I, I, I have a feeling that gives them a lot of weasel room. To, yes. Uh, and it's, uh, <laughs> uh, and it goes back to, it's not necessarily weasel room. It's that the company's trying to win the project and okay. they know that they are trying to get the least expensive system for the, you know, the kind of the best price. And so, uh, or I mean the, the most output for the, the best price. Which right. is fine, but you know we want to go with the best equipment, uh, with the best warranties, and uh, you know twenty or twenty five years, almost nothing in life is warranted for that long, and uh, so it's it's just important that you're going with good quality equipment, a really good quality solar company, uh, and you know a lot of times going with a larger company, the solar salesperson that may be you know super excited to sell a hundred kilowatt system. In eight months, you'll never hear from. I mean, he's gone. <laughs> That's the, right. kind of the average turnover. So, kind of going with a big company now, you're at the mercy of their customer service and their tech support. So, in addition, if you wanted to, if they wanted to go with a bigger company, thinking that's a safer bet, uh, call their tech so- tech support. Call their, you know, how long does it take to wait on hold, and who's going to wait on hold, mm. and you know, and so forth. And then, how long? If I had a problem, how long would it take them to come out? And a local company that cares about their reputation and cares about the community may be a better bet than going with one of the the big guys who might, uh, you know, you think, oh, we're just going to go with the blue chip company. Well, virtually every one of the large companies that is selling solar is losing hundreds of millions of dollars. And so, um, you know, it's kind of like, you know, who would you go with for your air conditioning? It's really the company that is local, because if there is a problem, you want them to be able to react quickly. Yeah, and, that makes sense. And care about your business. So it's a it's a big process. Uh, but you, the first thing I would say for an HOA or someone that's in an HOA is they need a solar champion. So someone who's going to go through that entire bid process and right. carry it through. And they have to be really passionate about solar uh, because it's a process. There's so many people that have been burned by solar. 
that they, you know, they have a really bad taste in their mouth. They think it doesn't work or whatever. Uh, but obviously it does. <laughs> and it makes well, completely sense. But I know in our instance, it would have been awesome for us to have like an, a, a third party solar consultant oh, who yeah. could say, Hey guys, all right, we got these bids. They're all crap. We're going to give them the exact specifications for what I determine you guys need. I'm not going to be part of the process of, you know, I'm not going to give you a bid, but I will give you my opinion, my educated mm -hmm. opinion on which one you should go with and why. That, that is, sounds that's perfectly fine too. It it also a lot of times they they may not be the best. It, it's just hard, you know, I have a different perspective than that because a lot of times those guys are charged with just getting the cheapest and yeah. you know they they're not you know they might look at the quality of the company uh but they might look at it in terms of you know how many employees they have uh you know how what's the size of their company okay. uh, so i guess there's there's all kinds of things to consider which is great um but in my opinion you know i'd, I'd rather just go with a company that i think will you know has a good reputation that when they say they're going to do something they do it and uh you know that they're they don't have a lot of uh, angry people in their wake is, uh, is how I kind of look at it. So, uh, yeah, anyway, it's, I, it's a there's, lot to there's consider. Been, yeah, there's been so many people burned, I know, by solar. And that's yeah. why even in our community, we've had, we had, you know, a number of residents who are just anti-solar. For I sure. Mean, it, it's it's, uh, it's mind-boggling to me. Yep. Uh, but, um, you know, we had a meeting where I asked so raise your hand if you think your PG&E rates are going to go down in the next two years. Mm -hmm. And one person raised their hand and <laughs> that person was the loudest voice uh, throughout the meeting. And it was, it was, uh, it was trying, sure. I would say. Uh, but most of the people are, yeah, this is something that we should all be thinking about and doing mm -hmm. because they can see, you know, 10 years from now, this is not going to be cheaper. No, it's going to be double. And so it's, uh, yeah. you know, and then, but, you know, we'll be hitting that pain point much sooner than that. And it's just, um, you know, we're kind of hitting the, the limit on our time, Back but it's just yes. basically, I do agree that uh, having an RFP is a great idea. Uh, and okay. then, uh, although, you know, what was your experience when you sent out that RFP? Well, uh, we're talking uh, from the companies. Uh, they, a lot of them uh, ignored it. Exactly. So it's, it's pretty funny. And then did, they, when did they the did HOA that, even consider, did they still consider the proposals they received? Yeah, but okay. out of two, like not really. Okay. So, I mean, they're, if these guys aren't going to kind of going to allow us to compare, then, you know, I was the champion, but then they would have accepted it. Right? Yeah. I was like, okay. th these are different specifications. So, you know, that's been our experience as well is that, uh, it, we respond to the RFP, we fit the parameters. And then uh, if we lose the project, it's because the other company didn't follow the RFP and they just put in a cheaper price, <laughs> you know, not even the same system size or anything. So, wow. Uh, yeah. It, yeah. Maybe the consultant is, is worth it, but uh, it's, so uh, is that it's something process. you would, you would do uh, if you're outside of PG&E territory and you're listening to our podcast? Uh, possibly, uh, it's, it's a really time intensive, so I'm not sure anyone could afford me. So it's, uh, <laughs> but, but uh, if you have a, you know, a giant a need, I know our PG and E bills are extremely, they're astronomical. Yeah. So anyone I can imagine we're not the, geez. we're not the only HOA in the nation with those kind of, Oh no, there's uh, so. thousands and thousands. So yeah, so it, it might make sense. It might, it might, uh, it's, you know, uh, 
I do have a life outside of this podcast, so I know. <laughs> thanks for adding more stuff. I'm volunteering. No, I'm not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting but, you some business. All right. Well, let's wrap it up there. But <laughs> obviously, it's it's a big, big topic. Uh, hopefully, we just touched on some of the points, but uh, it's it will be happening more and more, I'd say. Yes. Thank you. Okay. We're going to wrap it up there. If you have a question for an upcoming episode, you know what to do. Go to our Facebook page, Straight Talk SolarCast. Send us a message through there. We'll be sure to get to it on an upcoming episode. And as always, rate us, review us on iTunes or wherever you downloaded this podcast. And of course, as always, tell a friend. You know, if you're on an HOA or you're in an HOA and you look outside your window and you're like, wow, what's that fountain running on? <laughs> It's not fairy dust, brother. It's electricity. <laughs> and it's on during the most the most expensive time of the day. Or so swimming getting, pools. Ugh. Yeah. Everything. Or at all. If you have it all. So or this would bulbs. be a great yeah. a great podcast to share with your other board members to get the process started and to get on the road to uh saving your HOA millions. And, and climate. Yeah. All right. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great day. That's all for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Straight Talk SolarCast with solar expert Jamie Duran. Join us each week for more answers to your solar questions. Speaking of questions, got some? Email us at solarcast at solarharmonics.com and we'll be sure to give you an answer in an upcoming episode. This episode of Straight Talk SolarCast is brought to you by Solar Harmonics, the leading solar energy developer in Northern California, who invite you to own your energy Visit them on the web at www.solarharmonics.com.